The text for the message this evening is Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 to 4, and we'll read that together. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Beloved Church of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, a head and a body are closely connected. When the head goes up, the body follows. Christ is the head of the church, his body. We read in Colossians 1 verse 18. And when he ascended into heaven, this brought consequences for everyone who belongs to his body, every member of his church. Christians are directly affected by Christ's ascension into heaven. When Jesus had gone up into heaven, he had finished his atoning work. He had died and risen from the dead so that everyone who believes in him has their sins forgiven and has been raised to a new life. Jesus promised that he went ahead to heaven to prepare a place in heaven for everyone who believes in him. This is the new reality, the reality that we live in today, that we celebrate and that we remember on Ascension Day. Our high priest and our advocate has taken his place at the right hand of his Father in heaven, and he is there for our benefit until he comes again. And I preach you the gospel of Jesus Christ under this theme, the ascended Christ is above, seated at the right hand of God. We'll see the command to look up and look forward. In Colossians 3, verses 1 to 4, the Holy Spirit is addressing all those who have been raised up with Christ. His commands are given to those who, believed, who have believed in the gospel and have been transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light, as he speaks about in chapter 1, verse 13. And this transfer was symbolized and sealed with holy baptism, as he speaks about it in Colossians 2, verses 11 and 12. If you have union with the risen Christ, the words of our text are given to encourage and to comfort you. And in our text, the Holy Spirit announces that Christ has already ascended and he is above. He is in heaven. He is at the right hand of God. The fact of Christ's ascension into heaven was announced and proclaimed and preached by eyewitnesses who had seen his body lift up from the earth and go into the skies where it was then covered by a cloud. And you can read about this in the first chapter of the book of Acts and the last chapter of Luke. So it would be Luke 24. So the body of Jesus Christ left the earth and went up into heaven and was covered by a cloud. But the Bible doesn't tell us what Jesus did or even how he, he got there. But we know that after he disappeared from sight in the sky, 
he arrived in a place that we call heaven, where whether heaven is another realm or a dimension that is ordinarily invisible to man, the gospel is that Christ is there in his body, with his body. Christ's ascension assures us that other humans and, and, and other creatures can glorify God in their flesh even if they are no longer on the earth. And then Colossians 1 explains that this Jesus Christ in his body, seated at the right hand of God in heaven, he has a different place in heaven than the resurrected saints and the serving angels. For in his ascension, he was exalted to the throne of God as king. He is, says Colossians 1, the preeminent one, the most important one, exalted to the right hand of God who made all things in heaven and on earth and for whom all things were made, our Lord Jesus was given eternal honor and glory and also authority and power. The expression seated at the right hand of God doesn't mean that God has a hand but it's a figurative way of explaining that Christ was given the divine rule in the government of the universe. All authority in heaven and earth is his. The gospel message for the church is that Jesus Christ in this exalted position is not just any old king, but he is our king. He is our Christ, our Lord. Our head. Christ represents the church in his place there in heaven. He represents the church as our advocate before our maker. Colossians 3 verse 3 says it so beautifully when it reads and, and encourages us, your life is hidden with Christ in God. When you believe in Jesus Christ, when you have been raised with him to this new life where you're walking in the Spirit, you become a part of Christ's body, his church. And when Christ made peace with God by paying for our sins on the cross, he did that as the head of a body. And whoever is united to Christ by true faith shares in his work. Chapter 1, verse 20 says it's through him that we are reconciled to God. Since Christ was received by God in, in heaven as a victorious king and a victorious high priest, we know that his body, the church, every one of us who believes in him, we too will be received by God in heaven. You see, the head and the body, they belong together. You could think about that even with your own body. If you, want, if you want a person to come into a car with you, you can't just have the head and then slam the door and leave the body outside. You, you need the entire person. In the same way, everyone who has been raised with Christ by faith will certainly follow wherever he goes, will receive whatever he receives. As Christ, our head, presents himself holy and blameless and above reproach to his Father. 
so also he presents every person who is hidden in him as part of his body, as part of his church. And so the Holy Spirit can promise that very thing in Colossians 1, verses 21 to 23. He will be presented holy and blameless and above reproach to God in heaven. And Christ Jesus' ascension assures you that the way to the Father in heaven is open through him. As God looks to his victorious and his beloved Son, he is looking at the head and the body. And so he is also looking at you as part of Christ's body in the same way. His ascension into heaven is something that you can find great comfort in when you pray. It's something you can maybe even even picture as you pray. It, It gives us a great confidence. For you can know that the Son of God himself is representing you before God in heaven. Look up and see the ascended Christ, the Son of God, your head when you pray. And when you are seeking the things that are above, when you're setting your minds on them instead of the things that are on earth, you can be sure that God will give you whatever you ask in Jesus' name. And as we pray through Christ, we also turn to Christ to sustain and keep us. He is our head, the most exalted and preeminent one. He is the source of all our life. Sitting at the right hand of God, He is able to keep us and support us in this life as no creature could. The head also guides and supports a body. So Jesus Christ supports us. We look to Him in prayer. And the light of his victorious ascension, then it shines on everything we do. There is a high king in heaven, and he is our Lord. He is our Savior. He has authority and power in the world. He represents us before the Father. Nothing happens to us by chance. But God is controlling all things through his Son, for the church. He sends the storms and he holds our hands through them all. He gave his life for you on the cross. And now he presents you before the Father in heaven. Look to him. Remember him. Although many people forget about the ascension of Christ Jesus, perhaps because it falls on a Thursday and We don't have the same hype in the stores, items you can buy and special Ascension Day foods. By commemorating it every year as a special service, the church is constantly remembering that we are in a very good position, that the high King of Heaven is our Lord. We pray to God through Him. Celebrate Christ's Ascension. Find comfort in His power and his work, so that you may also look forward to the day that he will come in the same way that he went into heaven. When Christ ascended into heaven, it was like when your parent or friend 
goes ahead into a campground office or hotel reception to make payments and arrangements for the whole group to be given permission to walk in and go to their reserved place. Christ has gone up ahead of us. And although we can't see him right now, we know that we will soon follow him. Although Christ is in heaven and you are on earth, you are as united to Christ as your own body is united to your head. And this means that we're committed to our head. We're united to him, we're committed to him. We can't go go running off after other ideas we might have. Our Lord has a plan for us and we can trust that it is a good plan because we are his body. If we're suffering in this time of of waiting, waiting for our head to to bring us up with him, if we're suffering, we can know that our head, Jesus Christ, is also suffering, feeling that suffering because we belong to him. When we trust in him, when we keep looking up to him, then we will also look forward to his return. We'll do so by preparing ourselves already now the Lord commands us not to cling to the things and the people of this temporary world but to commit ourselves completely to God's plan for us in Christ Jesus and the ascension brings this this focus and this commitment from the things on earth and it lifts us up to 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 heaven this is what the Spirit says means when he says In verse 3, that we have died. We have been buried with Christ in baptism so that we may be raised up with Him as a new people. We have died to those useless things that were nailed to the cross with Christ and left to hang there. We have died to the sins and that record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands that we read about in chapter 2, verses 13 and 14. Christians who have been raised with Christ have died to the shadows of the covenant that were described in verses 16 to 19 of chapter 2. Christians who belong to Christ, their ascended Lord who is seated at the right hand of God, have died to to superstition and to the worship of of angels and to magic and and, and to the elemental spirits that, that captivate the minds and hearts of so many people. We can look past them all to the king who is over them all, the king of the universe. We can put our trust in the Son of God and looking forward to kingdom life in heaven with our head. Believers are led by the Spirit to strive to put to death the desires of our sinful flesh. And if you keep reading in chapter 3 of Colossians, you see that struggle put off all those sinful things and put on the fruit of the Spirit. Since Christ has risen from the dead, since he has ascended into heaven, we may live our lives on the earth in the wonderful anticipation of eternal life. We could see how important things really are in this life. And when we look forward, we may see the same future for ourselves that our ascended Lord Jesus Christ 
is seeing for himself. Think about that. If our head is looking to the future, what is it that he is seeing? What is it that Christ knows for his future? Well, that is also what we have in him. Colossians 3 verse 4 says that Christ is your life. In his grace, God grafts us right into the body of Christ, our head, so that we are completely identified with him. That is why Jesus asks Paul, when Paul was was attacking the church, Jesus asked Paul from heaven, he said, why are you persecuting me? When Paul thought he was just persecuting some Christians on the earth, Jesus Christ and his church are one. The church is identified in Christ. And our lives then are shaped by his will. The Holy Spirit tells us to stay focused on the things that are above in heaven. In two ways. He says it in two ways. He says, seek the things that are above. He's talking about your heart's desires. And set your minds on things that are above. He's talking about how you, what you're thinking about. Christ is the source of your life. Christ is the head of your life. Christ is the reason for your life. He is the motivator of your life, the all-consuming Lord of your life, and the one who directs every step of your life. When you are raised up out of the darkness and death of your trespasses, you were raised with Christ into a completely new way of living, the, the looking forward living. Looking back, you can rejoice in Christ who manifested God's love and grace toward you to incorporate you into the church. Looking at your life now, you can see that you are no longer controlled by the invisible rulers and and authorities and the elemental spirits of the world, but you are controlled by Christ, your head, who sits on a heavenly throne making you a new creation which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of your Creator so that, as we read in Colossians 3, verse 11, so that Christ is all and is in all. And now the Spirit of God reigns in your lives. The peace of God rules in your hearts as you serve Him as His body doing everything we read in Colossians 3, verse 17, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Doing everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Looking back, you see grace. Looking at your life now, you see how it has been transformed. And looking forward, once again, you see Christ. His ascension into heaven brought his return closer. And then everything you already know and you already experience will be made visible for everyone to see. Colossians 3 verse 4 says, When Christ who is your life appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. One day Christ will appear. He will be revealed. 
in a way that everyone will be able to see Him. And on that day it will be clear that He is your head and that you, as a believer, are part of His body. Nothing changes in your relationship to Him as a believer but the difference after is that after Christ's return, the true situation is finally uncovered. It's exposed. Everyone can see it. Right now they see a church, they see a bunch of people trying to live in a way that is pleasing to God. When Christ returns, they'll see your king and they'll see the head and the body together. And all those things that you died to while you lived on the earth, they will fall away. They'll be tossed aside like discarded clothing. And all that will be left will be Christ and his church. And you can read about that in Revelation 21. And after Christ appears, then you will appear with him in glory. That's what our text is saying. And you will see that although the church's head was in heaven, he had never left you, his church. When Jesus was on earth, he told us, prepare yourselves for that day, looking up and looking forward, seeking the things that are above, praying to God in Jesus' name, living in the blessed hope of the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ, as we read in Titus 2, verse 13. You see, your King, your Lord, your Savior, has ascended into heaven. He has been crowned with glory and honor. And He is our mediator. And He is presenting our request to the creator of heaven and earth. And he is the source. And he is the goal of all of our lives. He is the head and we are the body. And he has determined the course of your life. We praise the Lord that Jesus Christ ascended into heaven. And that he showed us that he ascended into heaven. And we look up to him every day. And we live in the light of his ascension and his victory. And we look forward to the day when our union with him will be revealed and all his glory will be shared with his body. Amen. We'll now sing of this heavenward focus of the church, the ascension, celebration of the ascension of Christ in the last two stanzas of hymn 40, hymn 40, as stanzas four and five, a response to the command to lift up our hearts to Christ on high. Mm-hmm. 